Jerry Techman has been away from the mic, but now he's back. Your source for all the things about technology. It's the new Gary Techman Show on Our Talk Radio. Salutations, my friends, and welcome to the Gary Techman Show, where we give you information you can put to use in your daily tech life. We serve you at our web address at GaryTechman.com. And you got a question or need tech advice, go to GaryTechman.com slash ask. Your question might just be heard on the show. And also follow us at Twitter at Tech Show Radio. And on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Techman90. Boys, good to be back. And welcome, everybody. Coming up in just 15 minutes, we're going to get into tips and deals where I going to explain to you some big deals that are coming to Amazon in just 15 minutes. And then later on the show, we're going to be talking about why I think Apple is getting boring and why I stayed with the iPhone 8 and also the hottest new games that are coming soon or have already hit the streets. But right now, I want to explain our brief hiatus that we took. So we took a brief hiatus to, again, to reevaluate. So my schedule what was becoming so busy with other products or <clears throat> other projects, I should say, that I just simply didn't have enough time. But now I do have time, and that's why we decided to switch it to a more prime time location. Fridays at 5 is the new slogan logo or slogan that we're going to go with Fridays at 5 so every Friday we'll do the show live at 5.07pm Eastern Standard Time and also we're going to keep our content throughout the week with the Tech Bites the Tech Bites do are returning starting on July 8th Monday and a Tech Bite will be released every Monday and Wednesday and then hopefully depending on the project schedule, we'll try to put some more video content out, at least on Tuesday or every Thursday, either or. We'll try to put some some kind of video content because we want to make sure that we reach out everybody, a whole broad spectrum of audience. But that explains why we took a brief hiatus because of the projects and stuff. And now that the projects are kind of on a stable table timeline, we can proceed with the radio show again and this time like i said we move to a new time it's still an hour-long show from 507 to 6 o'clock p.m eastern standard time and also based on research this is a common time around friday that people are going home or usually when they listen to podcasts or stuff like that so we just so we're trying this new time slot out based on research so friday's at five it is um until further notice and we're going to update that on the website Another thing that we're fixing on the website, we're putting more integration streaming um, podcasts, streamer on there, so it'll be easier to stream. And also, another thing that, that I wanted to explain is that we also got, what do we have here that I said I was going to say? Aha. So, Twitter, of course, we're, start, Twitter, it, we're starting to roll out more Twitter updates as well, and 
we got a new segment that's going to be added to the show that we're going to flip-flop between that segment and a new segment that we're going to test out probably in the upcoming week. But right now, our oldest segment, Return, Game Round, where we talk about all things about video game, and it's going to be on the second half of the show. So we decided to bring that out and add that into the time slot so it'll be easier because you know this is a tech show so we should cover all things about technology including video game because video game technology is getting stronger and better and more advanced and that's what we're going to talk about more on the on the bottom half of the show and it's just so it's just so much stuff so much stuff to get to get past and that's why um, we decided to relaunch on July. Originally, it was going to be a month earlier, but like I said, projects, deadlines, and so forth. So now, this is the perfect thing. Also, our w- the website is going to be updated more to reflect more of the contents. We're going to try to integrate possibly a real-time collaboration or some kind of form built into the website where people could just post stuff and all that stuff. Because right now we got a system set up where you ask a question, it gets sent directly to the team. And we try to answer it. But now that we got that all the way, all the politics, now you know the story of what happened. Like I said, we're back. Tech Bytes return because that was very popular. A lot of people enjoyed the Tech Bytes. So those of you guys who are just joining us, Tech Bytes is basically like a reader digest of technology. We give you everything that's hot in technology and discussion and we try to compress it within a three to five minute segment that you can listen to daily on your podcast and there and everything speaking of podcast we're also on different markets now and that was part of the hiatus so we're on itunes now the podcast if you're on if you have an iphone or ipad or any apple product you can go download the podcast app and search for Gary Techman, you'll see the show, and download all the episodes from, from there from here on out. We're still on SoundCloud, so if you're on SoundCloud, if you love SoundCloud, just search for Howard Talk Radio or the Gary Techman Show, and we'll pull up. And then third thing, we're on this other new network called Anchor. So people who are familiar with the Anchor platform, they can download the app, and let's start show there. We decided that this is the best possible way to reach a wide variety of audience. So you can always still do the old-fashioned way, go to the website and look at the different playlists, or you can go to those three subsystems or those three different markets to listen to our podcast. So we're still expanding every day. The other goal we're trying to get to is tuning radio. So once we get enough, like I said, we get it's a viewership increases, then we'll possibly go into that market as well. But like I said, the show is all about you. So I appreciate you guys hanging on with the show for the past seven years that we've been on the air because we started back in 2011. We know it was called The Tech Show with Gary. Wow, that's a flashback. But nevertheless, I have a story that I want to tell you, so let's get into this. You the top stories in the tech world. It's the wall. So, one of the stories that I wanted to talk about that's pretty hot right now is the Samsung Galaxy Fold. Now, those of you guys who are living on the rock, allow me to explain. 
The Samsung Fold was one of the world's first foldable, as they claim, smartphone. It's not really the world first. But it is certainly one of the most advanced foldable phones that's out there in the market. And it's pretty expensive. Do you know what the starting price is? $2,000. About $2,000 is the starting price for a phone. Now, it's not no ordinary kind of phone. But you know how Samsung is. Every time there's a lot, there's some kind of minor setback. And there was a big setback with the Galaxy Fold. The Galaxy Fold was a very interesting device. But a lot of reviewers that got the test unit, there's a protective film that keeps the phone from, uh, keeps the screen to operate what it's supposed to be intended to do. So this thin film, they thought it was a screen protector. They removed it, and the screen either cracked or didn't function entirely. So they ended up sending the units back, and Samsung had to do a big recall. They finally got in place, and they got with a different company to allow it to make it hard or almost impossible to remove that film. So it's blatantly obvious that you don't remove that film off the screen because it's what helps the screen to bend and fold or keep or keep it together. So after reviewers pulled that after that, then the screen didn't fall apart, but it got damaged. You're supposed to keep the screen protector on there. So there's no expected timeline when the Galaxy Fold but supposed to come out, but it's hinted it's supposed to be around the holiday season. All I got to say is that when if it does release this holiday, I think we all deserve a big discount. I'm talking about you, Samsung. You're listening to the Gary TechMesh Show. Follow me on Twitter at Tech Show Radio. If you got a question, you need tech advice, GaryTechman.com slash ask is the place where you want to go. Now, I got a big deal that I want to tell you about in this week's tips and deal. Now, there's two big days that are coming out in about, eh, about a week and a half or so, but you can cash on some of the early deals right now. Gary Techman wants to help you out in this week's tips and deals. So, in this week's in tips and deals, that Amazon, yes, Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. How could we not live without Amazon? I mean, seriously, the company is so freaking huge. You could buy almost anything or find anything on there. But I got two deals and a tip that I want to tell you about. So, as we know, Prime Day is coming up. Not just for one day, two days. That's right. Two days on Prime Day. I don't know why they call it Prime Day. It should be called Prime Days with an S. But, hey, that's their trademark. That's their logo. That's their business. But it's coming up on July 15th and 16th. Amazon is celebrating or doing a Prime Day event. Lots of goodies that are supposed to be coming out on those days. So if you got your wish list ready and you want to buy something, 
probably will find it on a, at a great discounted rate on the 15th or the 16th. So you might as well start making your wish list now of what you want and see if you can be able to get that deal. So now another thing I want to talk about is that if you're looking to dive further in into the ammo ecosystem, I mean, <coughs> cough, 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 trying to say the call that Amazon's been in trouble lately about their devices listening in. But hey, if you want to give up a little privacy for a little convenience, then that's not my business. But I just have to tell you that this deal is pretty sweet. So the Amazon Echo Dot, very popular product. You can pick it up for about $50. But right now, as of right now, today, you can pick up the Amazon Dot for almost half off for $25. That's a steal. So if you buy two of them for 50 bucks, where you normally get one, you can pair them up together and have stereo sound. Or put one in the living room, one in your bedroom, whichever you want to do. But I believe that's a very fantastic, great deal to not ignore. Because normally these devices, most Amazon devices are about $35 or up. Something running that drive price range. So getting a 50% discount is definitely a deal to look at. It's not just the Echo Dot. Also, their new DVR service or new Amazon DVR, the Amazon Fire Recast. It's normally $229. They give you $100 off, $129. It's over 500 hours of recording hours that you could put on DVR. You could hook up a standard HD cable to get over-the-air channels and record them. And, of course, you can link it up to your Amazon Prime account and get all the exclusives tied in with the Amazon Prime account, including Amazon Video. Now, can you pass through with your cable box probably so but what's the point because most big cable companies like AT&T Comcast already have DVRs that comes with it when you get their packages so it's kind of you know what's the point but I just decided to tell that people who cut the cables and want some of that over the air goodness and record like a DVR like without the headaches or the big bills or the big cable company then maybe the fire recast is perfect for you. Now, I haven't seen any big reviews, but maybe they'll send me a test unit, or maybe I'll review it. But either way, Amazon devices are awesome. You're listening to the Gary Techniques Show. It's my pleasure to have you with us today on the Gary Techman Show because it's always about you being empowered with information you can put to use in your daily tech life. Of course, we serve you at our web address at GaryTechman.com. If you need a question or need tech advice, you buy it for free. Head on over to GaryTechman.com slash app and catch this podcast and many other stuff on demand at GaryTechman.com slash on demand. Now, I got some big things that I want to talk about in this segment. And it's about Apple particularly because I was reading a headline yesterday. And it just dawned to me, Apple is getting really boring. Gary Texman loves to talk and he's here to talk about anything. 
Mike Don't Smile on the Tech Man Talk. So, going back to Apple, why say Apple's boring? Well, this might, this is simply opinion, but it's just based on the facts that what I see. All right, so Steve Jobs, God rest his soul, passed away a couple years ago. He had cancer. But nevertheless, because of his eccentric neighbor, oh, I'm sorry, eccentric behavior is what drove the company to success. I mean, literally, this Steve Jobs, literally, they sabotaged him, stabbed him in the back, took over the company. He left, started another company, and that company wasn't that good. But Apple was failing, and they hired the guy back. And he became the CEO again on his term and took over back the company. And you got to read his book. It's called Steve Jobs by Walter Isaac. Isaacin. That's his last name. I believe I've pronounced his last name. Walter. Yeah, Walter Isaacson, I believe. But anyway, it's the Steve Jobs book. You can't miss it. It's a white book with a picture of his face on the cover. You can't miss it. That's the book if you really... And that's the only official autobiography book that Steve Jobs himself was part of. Because in the past, he never did autobiographies or anything as in-depth as he. This started as a project, and I don't want to spoil it. Steve Jobs basically hired the author of that book to, you know, record his life, ask questions, why in there, to make a book. And this is the the official book if you really want to know about Apple in the past and Steve Jobs. It's a fantastic book, and I highly recommend you read it. Anyway, going back to my point why Apple is boring. So... Apple is boring because if you notice in the refresh, did you did you guys watch the WWDC or this Apple event that came out recently? Well, I did not. I was not impressed, and so was not Johnny Ives. Johnny Ives is Apple's chief design officer. The products that you see today of designs was because of him. And after Steve Jobs' job died or passed away. It seemed like Johnny Ive, they wasn't listening to him enough. I mean, look at the iWatches and stuff like that. My God, it was so boring. It was so bad. Or I mean, when it first came out, it was great. But as the generations rolled around, oh, my God, it was so it, There's nothing finessed about it except for a couple features. But it seems like a more of a corporate thing. There was the love. Where's the enrichment, the excitement? I mean... They had a gold edition of the iWatch, and it sold less than expected. They were like $10,000 a piece, but people who are wealthy will buy these products because Apple was de facto established um, where you're coming from or whatever it is. It was it was pretty much a – Apple was pretty much a branding. Like, you were the you were the, you were the, you were the person. But – Falling into a couple years later after G's job, I think Apple lost a huge part of itself. Because over the years, Tim Cook is a pretty it's it's a good CEO. When he first took the reign, he was pretty good. But as the years rolled down, it seems like the magic is, has really gone away or dissipated. I mean look, I st- I love Apple products and I still have my iPhone. I 
I've been on both sides, but Apple ecosystem made sense to me. So that's the reason why. But I stayed with the iPhone 8 Plus. I never got the X or the XR or those exceeding generation. Why? Because they were boring. I mean, think about it. They took away the home button. It's something you got to get used to. I love my home phone. Even on the 8, it's not a real button. It's a tactical response button, but it still gives you that feel that Apple was built off of. And the 6 Plus, to be honest, um, Steve Jobs resented the bigger iPhone. The size that we have now, the Plus version, he resented that, and he didn't want them. If he was still alive today, 9 times to 10, the Plus size would be available. It'll be the same four factor. But... Um. Well, I take that back. Yeah, he was a big fan of Plus, but it went and roll anyway. But either way, I think Steve Jobs would have succumbed to the bigger iPhone anyway. But either way, what my point is is that it seems like Apple has lost a part of its its board. Did you see the new Mac Pros and all this stuff and the new iPads? I mean, big whoop. It was nothing bigger. I mean, the only difference was a architectural difference. Maybe a faster processor or whatever, but it did, it does the same thing. There's nothing significantly different that says, "Wow, I gotta get it." Minus the better camera, but my camera on the eight plus is just as good. So, I mean, it has almost a, it's a, almost the same chipset and everything, and it's still current. So why would I spend money on the X when there were problems with it before because it's so fragile and the XR? It makes no sense to me. I might as well keep what I got. And that's what I plan on doing until Apple released something so spectacular. And there's been reports that the iPhone 11 really sucks. I mean, it's boring. And there's nothing fun, there's nothing fin- finesse about it. The only difference between my generation of iPhone and the next one is the animal um, emoji and the more in-depth camera, which is used to or in Touch ID. To be honest, I don't. I used Touch ID. I tried it out. I don't really like it, so I'm not a big fan of it. I'd rather have my phone touch up the thing and have my fang- fingerprint already on the scanner, and it unlocks. That's what i gotten used to. That's what a lot of people probably prefer. But like I said, people who are going into the iPhone world now wouldn't really notice, would not notice different. But people, long-time iPhone users like myself, have been with it. Nah, you just... You just can't do what without it. Now, getting back to Johnny Ive. Did you know Johnny Ive left Apple um, this year? Yeah. Johnny Ive's chief, um, Apple's chief design architecture is gone. Now, when he's gone, uh, you could feel a big impact of Apple. But it's okay. I got good news for you guys. And I believe this is a genius move based on um, Johnny I's part is genius. So what he did is that he started a new company called uh, Freeform. I think it's called Freeform or From Two, something like that. Anyway, now that he got his own company, guess what he's contracted with? Apple. But get this: now he has more freedom to give designs to Apple based on his term. He doesn't have to be pressured by the shareholders or whatever politics they got inside Apple, 
he's not downplayed it. This is his design. And he can say either you use design or you don't. That's that's on you. And he has so much power within Apple as far as when it comes to that because he, he worked with Steve Jobs. He was Apple's design chief architect. I mean, he was the man who created design for the iPhone and a bunch of stuff. I mean, him and jo- him and Steve Jobs worked very closely together. So I think it's a good move on his part. And the only reason he probably did because I believe, like I said, Apple's lost his spirit and they will continue to pump out boring products. But now that Johnny Ives is separated from the company, maybe, maybe this was the break that Apple truly needed. You're listening to The Gary Techman Show. Welcome back to the Gary Techman Show, and thanks for joining us today. Now, getting into the new segment, this is our newest segment, is Game Row. And at Game Row, we talk about, about games, basically. So, one of the games that I want to talk about is Super Mario Maker 2. But before we want to get into that... I want to talk about E3 a little bit. I was pretty impressed with E3 this year. And most of the things that I was impressed with was from the Microsoft and Square Unix part. I mean, it's amazing. They are remaking the whole Final Fantasy trilogy, almost seven, which is due out next, excuse me, next year sometime. And the game that I've been hyping for for a year, Cyberpunk. 2070. Oh my goodness. That is a huge game. And Xbox gave a big preview of it with Kenato. Oh, I can't pronounce his name. Kenato Reeves, the guy who played Neo from the Matrix trilogy and other stuff. And John Wick, most famously. He was down there talking about the game and showcase. And yes, he is going to be in the game. Um, one of, he's going to be one of the characters that are going to be assisting the main character. So a supporting character, basically. So, I mean, it is open world. It almost reminds you with Watch Dogs, but more impressive. And, wow, I got to say, I'm very looking forward to it next year in 2020. And Microsoft released this new Game Pass the Game Pass. Now I upgraded my Game Pass because I was paying nine ninety. No, I. A long story short, I got rid of my Game Pass when it first came out because there were no games on it. Hardly, it was a hundred games, and they're like games like maybe five out of the hundred I want to play. The other games I was like, yuck, don't want to play. It was just not enough in the library for me to pay. So get this, I'm paying nine ninety nine a month for gold. And nine 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 month for the gamer pad. Twenty bucks. And I'm not getting out of my nine bucks. So I just got rid of it, just paid ten bucks a month. Now, with Gamers Path Ultimate, you save five dollars. How? Because when you upgrade your 
Game Pass Ultimate, you get you get not only Xbox Gold, but you get access to the Gamer Pass. And not only that, you also be able to play if there's a Windows title equivalent. Guess what? You can play the same version on PC. That is awesome. And that's what warrant me an upgrade to go to Gamers Pass. Other than that, I wouldn't have gone to Gamers Pass at all. I mean, because it wasn't worth the money. It really wasn't. It really wasn't worth the money to do that. And sorry for that technical glitch. I don't know what happened. But anyway, it wasn't worth that technical glitch to go over and just pay the extra money. But either way, if you're going to do Gamer Pass Ultimate, I suggest you do it. But but I got to warn you, 10 games is leaving at the end of the month of July. So, I'm, you know, two or three of them are A-list games. But some of the games you probably never heard of. And that's pretty much about it. And Gamer Pass, Gamer Pass is Gamer Pass. So, there you have it. If you want to get Gamer Pass and you want to save $5, upgrade to Gamer Pass. And get this, they got a special right now for, I think, for the next three months, it's only going to cost you a dollar if you want to do it. So, hey, it's there if you want to save money. You're listening to the Gary Techman Show. Thanks for joining us today on the Gary Techman Show today. Because, you know, it's all about you. I do this for you guys. And I appreciate every bit of you joining us today. Boy, what a great show we had today. We got into the topics. We talked about this. A little bit dabble, a little bit that. And, you know, I wanted to explain what was the whole focus of these different projects. But now... My project schedule was kind of stable. I was able to resume the show again. So, Fridays at 5, it is for the Gary Techman show. And, like I said, now thinking back when I said when I started this show back in 2011, boy, what a journey it has. That's a long time. Seven years. And back then, it was the tech show with Gary. And... Well, it's about three or four years ago. I decided to change the name to Gary Techman because, you know, it's easy to remember. Gary Techman instead of that tech show with Gary. Because it's kind of obvious what the name says. It's all about tech. But uh, one thing I didn't get the chance to talk about more greatly is that you got to be the VR... I really want to talk about what's about VR, but VR is going exceptionally. I mean, it's growing amazing. Now, did you know there is a fully wireless headset called the Oculus um, Quest? That's what it's called, Oculus Quest. Yep, that's what it is. The Oculus Quest is truly, to be honest, on the first on the market to be truly wireless and all-inclusive. No wires, no nothing. The only downfall is that you have to download games from 
the office rift store. There was a workaround that you could access Steam VR, but Facebook caught on and since blocked it. Anyway, go to GaryTakeMe.com to catch this podcast on demand and other cool stuff. Tech Show Radio is our Twitter handle. You got a question or need tech advice? Go to GaryTakeMe.com slash ask where we'll proudly serve you with the answer. And who knows? It just might not it just might be heard on the show. And you're welcome to see email anytime at ourtalkradio at gmail.com. Thank you so much for joining the Gary Techman Show at our new time and look forward to serving you each and every weekend, each and every day. Later. Yeah.